Okay. <laughs> at least it, at least it tastes good. It's like wild berries, so it's not terrible. <coughs> All right. Wild berries, pretty good. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the After Hours podcast with Marco and Marshall. I'm Marco. And I'm Marshall. Hi. Marshall, how you doing, buddy? You know, I'm tired, but um, but I'm good. Tired, but good. Healthy, happy, been working out more, uh, been getting up earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't sleep. Been <laughs> <laughs> uh, staying active. Uh, trying to connect more with pals lately because mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. neglected that for a couple months and it just kind of left me feeling really, I don't know, like lonely, I guess. It's been weird. It's been a weird mm. couple months. Um, I hear that. I hear you. But I'm I'm on the mend. I'm doing better. How are you doing? That's good. Ah, uh, just week two from recovering from COVID. Um, oh. oh. <clears throat> so I have a little lingering cough, but I don't know. Um, okay, it's okay. I'm all right. Um, other than that, I I need to start working out again. Start being active. Um, and yeah, I understand. I, I get the whole like trying to reconnect with people because like during my week of s- quarantine and solitude, I'd say solitude because my mom got it first and then I got it. But like my mom. How I think I got is my mom, when she found out Friday, I don't know if she just assumed she didn't want, she didn't want to believe it at first, but I know we had dishes and stuff to do, for, like, you know, Friday, so when I came home for lunch to draw on the AC and stuff, <coughs> I was going to keep take count of what I need to do when I get home, so I knew dishes for sure and trash and all that. I get home from lunch at 12.30, it's all done, and as soon as I see that, I'm just like, oh, yeah. So I'm gonna get this weekend. Oh, yeah. Like there's it's no, there's no, together. there's no, there's no avoiding it now. And my, I told my, I asked my mom about it because we were talking about it like sometime last week. She's like, yeah, I'm surprised we got COVID. And I was like, and I told her like, honestly, like I'm not. Once I saw you that you did the dishes, I knew I was gonna get it. It was just a matter, of t- it was just a matter of time <laughs> that I was gonna get it. Like, knew. I just knew and yeah. stuff. <clears throat> but yeah, that was. uh that was an experience. I'm just glad it wasn't probably worse than what it was. Um, I think my worst day was probably that Sunday before I got tested at the clinic for oh, it to make sure. Because yeah. my mom got tested and was confirmed positive Friday. So I got tested at work that Friday and wasn't positive. So Saturday night, I felt kind of like kind of feeling under the weather. I was getting a a cough and I think my throat was starting to get raspy and I think that following that next day Sunday is when I had everything all at once I had the nasal the drainage the headache the my throat was way worse than it was Saturday and the cough was more constant and I was like yo I have it there's there's no way unless I got a really bad science infection overnight I think I have COVID and uh sure enough Monday yep COVID That's the worst, though. Like, fucking yeah. COVID, man. Yeah, shit Matt's- hurts. <laughs> it does, dude. Even now, like when I cough, my, like my, uh, was it temples or, you know, the side of your head? Like they, they yeah. hurt when I cough. I'm like, man, it's just that science. All my science is still all messed up. 
and what sucked for me, I think, I did, I couldn't, I had my taste and smell until like Tuesday or Wednesday, and I was like, man, I was like, dang it, but it's slowly coming back to me now. And good. Sometimes it <laughs> takes a while, but yeah. I'm I'm glad it's coming back. To yeah, you. for certain things, because Sonya says like, do you smell something? It smells like pork in here, and I was like. I just had COVID. I can't smell that yet. Because <laughs> I, I smelled it with my mask. Like, I don't smell anything. So I, took my mask, I'm like, I was like, yeah, I just had COVID. That smell hasn't came back to me yet. I can't smell that. I can't smell nothing. <laughs> I, had a, I had no smell from December all the way up until late last month when I got a concussion. God, dude, that'd be torture. Because then you'd miss all the smells of spring. Granted, some flowers smell like poo-poo. <laughs> when they first Rafflesia. bloom looking at you Rafflesia or whatever the <laughs> fuck it's called yeah is that what it is I don't know I think I remember I just remember Hutch High had them yeah had those yeah. trees and they just staying you know, like dude this is, this is ugly but at least you get to smell fall I mean I you know I'd probably rather take that in the spring I guess I'll take that I'll take that fall is is fantastic <coughs> so. mm-hmm. I don't know it, it was a weird time um but in some ways, I was kind of glad. It was just always funny that people would still come up to me and be like, hey, smell this. I'm like, good joke. It's like when people are like, can you imagine blank? And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, dude, this reminds me too. When Luke Gray told me he was colorblind, I'd, and I'd, I'd ask him, I would just assume he always saw black and white. So I'm like, Luke, what color is this? And he's like, it's red. He's like, I'm colorblind, like, Marco. Red, I'm not just I'm not blind. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, like, well what colors can you see? He's like, there's like, certain amount of colors, Marco. And he'd point, he'd tell me what color. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> That's what that That's reminded funny. me of. I was like, oh, shit. I feel like a dumbass. <laughs> like a big old dummy. <sighs> yeah, I feel that way every day, my friend. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. my god we were happy to have you join us last night for the Genshin party dude um, I know dude if you guys have one today I might stop by but I might try to make it to the Xbox party too because Kenny messaged me last night I think he wanted to do some Destiny stuff gotcha. but I was I think like we well are... I'm chatting with you guys so I think we're supposed to tonight um, I, I'll probably <coughs> Maybe get on for some bosses and domains and then hop on Tower of Fantasy some more. Are you digging that? Yeah. I saw you. Uh, yeah. You got like what yeah. looks like a bra- like an adult Bronya is what that looks like <laughs> to me. Yeah. No, um, it's it's an interesting game. I played the beta quite a bit. Um, I got into the alpha. That was fun. Uh, alpha? Yeah. Is that what it was? Or was it the beta? It was the closed beta. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. The closed beta and the open beta, whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. But uh, Meryl is the girl you're talking about. Yeah, Meryl. She's a ice princess. She does look a bit like Adult Brian. How ironic, because all, all, because Adult Brian is also ice. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> she... they definitely took some inspiration from Honkai and Genshin in their character design. Like King. Mm-hmm. Let me send you a picture of King. This guy well, is just dealing. What was it? The and well, his alternate skin that you can get for him is, is literally like Sephiroth. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, like, what was it? 
in that Genshin group, people are sending like their customized characters, I think. Yeah. And like yeah, so I'm pretty customize. sure someone like created like the whole roster and I was they like, did. Wow. <laughs> they did. I was like, the wow. most the most um popular characters are are the Genshin kind of characters. Yeah. Here, I'll send you this picture of King and B Luke next to one another on Messenger. Bro, just uh give me someone make of me a velvet crow in uh in Tower Fantasy and then I'll be there. I mean it's probably coming. Dude, heck yeah, that is his uh Oh damn. Uh do they have his alternate outfit on here? Who? For who? For um, King? Or D Luke? Yeah. His <coughs> uh his alternate He's got the similar outfit with like a giant V in the front, and he looks like Sephiroth. He's got like long white hair. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, I sent it to you. I don't know. It's it's oh an interesting. Oh my god, that is. Yeah, they have alternate outfits. What? Like basically, like with Genshin, if you get constellations, you know, you get oh, is better that things. Is that but with those, outfits? if you get if you get a third, so every time you get them, you get their weapon. Because you're not really getting the character, I guess. You're unlocking the ability to look like the character. Interesting. Um, but really, the character is tied to the weapon. So, like, if you get king, you're really getting the scythe. Um, and you can, once you get the scythe, you can use a simulacrum, which is to just like, like a anytime you want, you can change whoever you look like if you have that character's weapon unlocked. Huh. Um, but if you get, like, three of them, and it's an SSR you can get the alternate costume, I think. That's weird. There's also something about being able to choose an SSR or something like that, so for free. So I'm excited to figure out how to do that, or if it's a thing. Hey, you never know. It's an okay um, game. <laughs> yeah, it looks okay from what tra like trailers, but like trailers always look cringe. No matter what I it like is. Exploring the world is pretty interesting. There's like a full theme park you can go to and ride rides and stuff with your oh, friends. Dude, the glide, uh, one thing too, the gliders look weird because they have like what seems like thrusters. Oh, no, that's not a glider. That's, oh, what uh, is that? Is that like a... They have like actual random tools you can find. Oh. They're not random. They're very defined, but... One of them is like a little jetpack glider that you can put on and it puts a little shield over your face and you can fly around and get to higher spots. What? Damn, okay. They have an actual glider as well. Is that like a one-time like are they a, like a one time use type thing then? Or those things like you, you you find in certain areas and then they blow up after a set number of time. Mm. And then later on they respawn in those same spots. Gotcha. But like your your actual like you have a bunch of things called relics, which are just mm -hmm. different kinds of tools from like rocket launchers to your glider to all kinds of stuff, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, they look pretty cool. It's it's a pretty fun fun experience so far. I'm not super far into it in the official game, mm -hmm. and in the beta, I I really just ran around the map and got stuff. I didn't really progress because I didn't want to spoil it all. Yeah, but. I've enjoyed what I've done so far. Well, that's good. They were, they were grinding out artifact domains last night for mm -hmm. like four hours. God, that's suffering, dude. Did you tell Malik to do what I told him told him to do? I don't know if he's in the action. I don't know if he look, looks at anything or not, but I don't remember. What did you tell him to do? 
If he does, if the tree doesn't give him what he wants, cut it down and set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. I mean, it seemed and like it was a blast. dire situation. Like the tree was just a malicious evil. I'm like, dude, tell Malik <laughs> if he does, if the tree doesn't give him the artifacts, you to cut it down and set it on fire. It's the only way. Oh my god, it's the only way. This is the way. This is the way. Yeah, I might do my my weekly bosses today and stuff. Um, yeah, because I need to pick up. I don't know if I'll finish this battle pass either, let alone or buy it, since COVID really did hold me back. Um, yeah, that's fair. Because I didn't buy, I didn't finish or buy last, last I guess season question mark, the last battle pass either, and so I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna do this. I might pass up on this one, but we'll see. I think I'm at 37 out of 40. So if I get to 40, I'll buy it. Mm. Nice. Just for all the resin and the wishes and stuff. Yeah, that's really all I want to. Dude, it just sucks that Kalai is not on Ganyu's Vanier and I get Dory or Dora or whatever her name is. Did you see Tignari is going to be in the standard banner? I did see that. So how... That's pretty cool. He's going to be a focus banner, and then afterward he'll turn into mm-hmm. standard banner. So I think the question also brings up comes up is that, like, will he, will he ever be a focus unit again? I feel like he would. It just wouldn't I, be as often as mm, people probably maybe. want him to be. That's that's a good question. Because, like, none of the others are. Well, are I mean, they, they band, did Kaching, so. and people didn't like it. But Tenari's fairly new, so people yeah. probably won't be as upset if they had him as a rerun. I don't know. I kind of wish they did give, like, standard banner units like an actual focus unit because i would totally it would be very nice i Just totally like, would summon for a mona and i think that would literally be like the last character i would get i would want from the standard manner even if it was only like once every um do you know every what i mean like, like once every like uh three, once every three updates or something three patches yeah or yeah I won't, I won't mind something that. like that like yeah because like yeah. you have your banner characters and stuff and like you get a few of them in each update. Like, even if it was only one per update, that'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not, like, a huge increase in chance, either. Just yeah. a slight increase would be like, oh, I'm going to actually wish on this now. Yeah, because I, totally, I would totally wish on a Mona banner. I actually do. From all the times I played Mona in, like, her trials or whenever she was, like, a trial character in the domains, I actually did like playing Mona a lot. Oh, Granted, I, like I would have to farm out... The Aqua Bitch again, but the Aqua. I need to do that anyway, still too. But I, I do it. I have, to, I have to do it because I think I need crystals for Yelan. She's like level eighty, I think, and I got farm freaking. You do uh, the Aqua Bitch, shells. or you could do the old uh, Hydrostasis. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird that we're getting an Electris, an Electris, uh, Electrovine or whatever. I forgot what it was called, but like an Electro. Regis mine. Oh, we're gonna get all the elements of them eventually, right? Yeah, I just, I guess, I just assumed we had one or something. I don't remember. Oh, I got you. Yeah, but then there's, and then there's that new boss. I'm excited it's, for the craftable weapons because the craftable weapons are always yes, fun to like grind. I have for. saved so many. <laughs> so Dude, many. I haven't, I haven't gotten any. <laughs> I have quite a few of each right now, just saved up for whenever they would add new weapons. <laughs> like, I think I'm literally waiting for... It's I need one more shine. Claymore ballot just to 
finally R5 Beto's like prototype Claymore. Like that's how often I get like the ballots. <laughs> like it's so bad. Yeah. Jesus. It's terrible. Hopefully that you get like a, there's an event where you get like a free ballot or something. That would be nice. Okay, yeah, because that'd be nice. I probably would just get for now just Kali's bow because I don't know. I really don't know what characters I'm gonna pull on. I might. I might see where my wishes are at, and I might pull on Teganari's banner at least for for Kali. If it gets too dangerously close, I might I might chill out. <laughs> I don't or know I can just I'm go gonna... all in and hope I lose. <laughs> hope I lose my fifty fifty. Because that'd I be nice. I am currently <laughs> at my fifty fifty with the Yoimiya banner, and I'm like, do I want to just keep wishing and see what happens, or do I want to save and wait? And yeah, I don't, I don't know. know the answer. I don't know. I would love another Yoimiya because it would increase her attack by like twenty five percent or something like that. Mm, and that's always nice. Yeah. <coughs> that's Marco. Did you know we're at sixteen hundred listens now? Unique listens. What? Hey, let's go. Nice. Wild. It's wild. <coughs> it is, dude. I remember. Sorry, I remember talking about this in the in the. Thorn dining room, bro. We didn't know how far we'd actually get, and here we are, dude. Mm-hmm. We're pretty close to finishing off season two, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we're at exactly. I have to look. Um, probably between like this is six and seven. Six yeah. Or eight. This is episode 11 of season two, okay. so we've okay. got two more after this one, and then it's done. Wow, that's crazy. 11 episodes? Damn. Yeah, we're, this is episode twenty-four. Because I remember, I thought I remember we took that long break, and I was like, "Dude, we had, like barely started season two And damn, <laughs> well, actually, we well, and we were actually doing pretty good. And then we both got sick, like yeah, one after another. And I'm like, "Damn." But, and I mean, it happens. I'm not too worried mm, about it. Yeah, Our listeners it don't happen. seem to give a shit, which we like. <laughs> That's we like. We like that you have oh, your own minds and you don't give shit about. <laughs> And one thing doesn't ruin your day. We love that. No pressure, no commitment. That's right. Just like my relationships, baby. <laughs> Morgan walks in. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. It was no, good we... talking to you guys last night. Malik's wild, though. I think Malik's selling oh, my, my favorite God. person out of the group, though. Holy crap, man. Like, I, I went into last night feeling tired and not wanting to play Genshin and not wanting to spend a lot of time with anybody and then I ended up fucking in a in a fuck everybody mood just laughing the whole night having a great time ripping on every single person who stopped in (laughs) it was amazing (laughs) holy shit I had to laugh so hard and he seemed to just be losing it every five seconds as well (laughs) when I thought he died he was like what and you're like Sorry, Malika. I'm afraid to inform you that you're dead. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, you are. See, I like because he was like, what is happening? Like, see, I'm like, see, he's losing it. He's dying. This artifact grind's killing him. It was funny, man. Claudia, yeah. were you there when Claudia came in? I did, and then you said <clears throat> she had to go oh take a shower, God. and you were like, <laughs> you said all that stuff. Like, he's like, I'm fucking dead. Oh my God, I am deceased. That man is so funny. Yeah, it's funny. And then what was it? They were like, I forgot something. And she's like, and then uh, wasn't it? Was the only one? Chris? Christopher? Yeah, or? Chris. 
I'm gonna call him Christopher Robin if I remember. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, he was like, she said something to Malik, and he was like, "Wow, like you're racist." It wasn't anything racial at all. And she was like, "How is that <laughs> yeah. racist?" And I was like, and like in my mind, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know or something. In my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm side with the guys. That's racist. <laughs> Claudia gets very upset when you jokingly say that she's racist. I, I can tell. She's 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 yeah, she took that racist. a little too too personal. I feel like, well, not personal, but she I took think... that more like close to heart. When, yeah, when, uh, which is which is a shame, you know, because like nobody meant to upset anybody, you know. Yeah, we're all obviously, obviously just joking and all just ripping on each other, having a good time. Yeah, I feel like if she was just there for a little bit longer and kind of caught the vibe. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, she chooses. She chooses chaos everywhere that she goes. So, mm. <laughs> she does. She's uh, she's feisty. I only have ever been in a chat with her, except oh last God. night. But she was, she seems, I don't know, her volume seemed kind of low. Like I might just need to turn her up, I guess, a bit. She, her volume is really low. That is true. She is like insanely funny though, and uh, just, just genuinely one of my favorite humans. Nice. Actually, I do remember having an interaction with her. It wasn't through voice chat though; it was through Messenger. And I forgot what she said, and I said something. Oh, I sent the community like Charles Gambino with the pizza. And she's like, and she was like, welcome <laughs> to hell. And I, then I said that Elmo meme. I like just fired him, like just praising the darkness or whatever. And yes. I was like, I feel like I've been here forever. <laughs> yeah, that's the, one, that's the one interaction I did have. With her. It cracked me up. <coughs> but yeah, dude, it was a good time. I'm slowly getting excited for Genshin. Playing with you guys last night kind of, kind of brought that back. I, I think the same thing for me with that regard. Like when I'm in a party with people who are just laughing their asses off and having a good time just playing together, it's like, man, this mm. game is fun. Yeah. But then when I solo play Achievement Hunt for three hours, I'm like, oh, God, kill me. Actually, I had a really good time because I was in the chat, but. Yeah. Otherwise, I may have just. <laughs> I need to take time to. I need to take time to find Geoclalalasis's. Yes. So I, can, so I can get that pillar of the nine that I need. I need like the last, however many for that last pillar. Oh, God. I'm also trying to, I hate. I'm also try- I hate that. Yeah, that's such almost, a shitty long adventure in Leoa. I know, but it's like ninety primos, so it's like <laughs> at this it's point great. right now, it's kind of worth. And you're like, man, this kind of sucks, though. It's great. Like I, when I did it, it was a lot of. So the key for me, and I don't know if this helps you or not, the key for me is to do it on a day when I'm either off or I just have a lot of spare time. Throw on some like lo-fi music, mm-hmm. just chill, maybe uh, maybe uh, open a little can of uh, cider or something, and then Ooh. just slowly sip while I pull up a map of all the uh, geoculi where I can mm. toggle them on or off and then just slowly systematically go through and find them all. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I might do that Tuesday. I think that's my day off. But I, Same thing with treasure chests and the uh, compass. Like it's, it's not too bad, but the compass pisses me off because it doesn't actually tell you where every chest is. There are a lot of hidden chests Oof. that are like in Azuma where I was pretty mad 
or not Inazuma, the chasm, where I was pretty mad, where it's in a bunch of crates, and it, the chests won't spawn until every crate is destroyed, and it's like, what? Oh, <laughs> What's crap. the point of that? Yeah, but that's I did nice it. Yeah, chests I'm not too worried about right now. I'm just trying to get the Oculus. It's a lot of primos, though. Yeah. You know, two primos per chest. When I did my Leo, uh, my Leo run, where I went from like 50% to 90% in every area, uh-huh. I started off with like 20 primos and I ended with almost 3,000. God damn. Chests are a lot. They add up quick. Hmm. And just finishing quests. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of like quests like in the chasm. There's like one more quest down there that is like time gated, and I hate time gated quests. Hmm. Yeah, those do those are poopy. Or quests that are tied to commissions, and then you do all your commissions in Inazuma for a whole year, and you only get it twice, and you have to do it three times for the achievement. It's like, come on. Oh uh, yeah. It's like, how is my luck this poor? because <laughs> it all goes it all goes to your wishes dude oh my god i hate it <laughs> i would i would gladly trade some of my wishes luck for some commissions luck yeah i would i hear that because i remember one one of the monstat ones is when you have to go with uh ella musk shout mm-hmm. out to elon um, oh yeah, the hilly and, trolls, right? Yeah, and you have to correctly translate either one of the <laughs> one of the versions or both versions. And I swear, like I couldn't get one of them for like the longest time. And then when I did, I'd somehow always fuck it up. And I'm like, oh, this is so <laughs> dumb. I get so mad. I'm like, ah, oh. <sighs> fucking rip, dude. Yeah, dude. But I finally got it done. I was like, thank you. And it was funny because. <laughs> Because Bill, Bill was Bill was awesome. I was like, he's like, have any eyes just gone like the one where you have to translate for Ella or whatever?" And I like, I was like, and I was like, "How ironic!" Like my Emperor Palpatine is like, "How ironic!" It's like I just finished that now, and he's like, "Well, fuck you, Marco." And I was like, "Sorry, man. I know how hard it is, though. Like it's annoying. It's more of just like the more frustrating part is just like you getting it, like you just being lucky and getting it." compared to like actually doing it yeah that's the worst part it genuinely is the worst part about it is it just it's not even skill based or anything it's just you have to remember to log in every single day so that one day you might get the one that you want <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure there's one in leeway where leeway that i haven't gotten there was like what is it called fine Help someone find like their true love or something, or or something. You have to do it like five times. I swear I have zero out of five on it. And I was like, how in the hell do I have zero out of five on this? Did you um, did you hear about the uh, the ROM hack for Wind Waker? No. What there is, this? is a one? Wind Waker mod called the Wind Waker Rewritten. Which what? is apparently hilarious. Experience the great scene in an entirely new and unprecedented way with The Wind Waker Rewritten, a ROM hack that takes the dialogue from the original GameCube classic and rewrites it from front to back to tell an entirely different, unique story within the same framework. Over 10,000 plus new lines of dialogue, 
reimagine cutscenes, new video files, and texture edits. What? Here's a screenshot. Let's let's look. <clears throat> That'd be I'll sick. I'll ask if... Nan to let you sleep indoors tonight if you wrap up all of today's duties. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, holy shit, I love customers. What's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> Grandma talking to Link. Bring Errol here at once. Dare not disobey me, lest you wish to spend another evening rearranging boats. <laughs> it's just super dumb, but it looks like it'd be really funny to do a playthrough on. That would be funny. I'm going to have to check it out. Maybe I'll do a YouTube series on it or something. Or stream it one day. While it's still relevant. <laughs> You know what I've been like? You know what I, like during COVID, what I looked up a lot were a bunch of Zelda mm. videos, like Zelda lore videos and stuff. Oh yes, like that one I sent. That's like that was like <clears> that's <throat> been like that's like really good. I forgot like it was uh, something about Ocarina of Time, but it had like the classic black and white, like the black ink uh, markings. Oh from, like, yes. Japanese. yes, that one's yes. so well done. Like I hope he comes out with another part. But then that also I, I got into a rabbit hole about like. The Shadow Temple and stuff. And Were how, you watching like, like Celtic and Nintendo Black Crisis? Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched Celtic's video of the Force Temple, and I was like, dude, like, like the Force Temple. If you if if you don't know, Force Temple Inaugurant Time is is like by far my favorite temple. To so the music, the atmosphere, it's all it's just ah, it's just so good. And uh, yeah, it was jumping through paintings. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I was watching Zeltix, and I'm watching someone else <coughs> about the Force Temple, and it's and uh, Zeltix was about how his was it was a uh, how people thought it was a mansion, but people also thought that he thinks that it was like a it was like a fort because when you go into like the courtyard areas and you look up, you see those like those little little bricks and like spaces in between. He's like, well, that makes sense for like archers who would like who would shoot arrows down from up top and they have something to hide behind. I was like, okay, well that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then, okay. and then, um, on how like the paintings in the basement was like a get, like kind of like a getaway, but like he was like, it was also ironic how like there's six identical paintings of what looks like Ganon's castle. And, uh, and this is, this is the remake. I, I'm proud. I don't remember how it is in the original, but in the remake, it's thought that the paint, like the, castle is Ganon's castle because <clears throat> everything's all dead leading up to it and that lonely path and that's where phantom Ganon rides down from it makes sense because he's coming out from his castle or whatever yeah mm -hmm. and then the other video is it was i watched a video about the shadow temple and the forest temple and how the shadow temples was a was a tortured slash prison for the sheikah and stuff and how Bongo Bongo was the guy who stole the lens of truth and how the Sheikah kind of found out and how I think they killed him by cutting off his hands and his head. And so that's why mm -hmm. he looks like that. Or there was another theory was that Bongo, that the Shadow Temple was another dark past of like Hylia history of like the Royal family's history and how they mm -hmm. kind of like fuck things up and how the Shadow Executed Temple was like all their prisoners. Yeah. And how, <laughs> The Shadow Temple is like what's reminiscent of that like mess up. Yeah. And then oh, and then like the fairy, the differences between the 3DS version and the original. The original had the bird 
as the fairy yes. head, but then the 3DS had like that badass like Reaper with like the red red scarf on it. Yes, and he looked back at the comparison <clears throat> in the Forest Temple. He thinks there's a painting in that hallway before you go to the boss of that same fairy in the Forest Temple of like the 3DS version. Because you, it looks like a figure, and then you see like red, like a red scarf draping down its side, like how the fairy looks. Oh shit! Yeah, and it ties back to like history and stuff, like uh, ancient Japan, like Japanese culture and history and stuff. It, it was pretty cool, and I was like, dude, this is actually kind of lit. Like, I like this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Zelda and Nintendo Black Crisis do amazing videos. Have you seen their uh, their Zonai documentaries? No, but I'm about to look it up right now. God, let me see. Zonai documentary, um, Nintendo Black Crisis. Who are the Zonai? A Breath of the Wild documentary is really good. Um, he also did it two years ago. The Zonai Tribe: Greatest Secrets Uncovered. Zeltic did one where he thinks that they are followers of Ganon. But I highly recommend the Nintendo Black Crisis. If you look up Zonai documentary, it's the top video. Is it... Who are the Zonai? Okay, and I'm on Zeltic's page. Oh, who are the Zonai? Breath of the Wild. Okay, that's Black yeah, Crisis's yeah. save to watch later. And then yeah. Zeltic is his. Well, is his where where the Zonai evil? Breath of the Wild plus sequel theory, or? I think that's that's the one that he did. Yeah, yeah. Go on his. It was pretty interesting. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite mysteries in Breath of the Wild or who they were and what they were doing. And I hope in Breath of the Wild 2 we get a better look at who they were. That'd be sick. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. Dude, some of them were kind of like... Some of them were kind of just interesting. Like, Zeltic has like this creepy, strange Zelda mysteries. And it's like of the Zelda doll which always like sparked interest in like creepy pastas of like <laughs> how the Zelda doll is like how, or how the link doll is like proves that like links dead or something. Cause like, it looks completely different from like your end game character. Like it looks really creepy and stuff. And yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. What did you, did you watch uh Nintendo black Crisis's nightmare of the shadows temple? Um, let me look, let me see. It's a 41-minute Zelda theory documentary he did about Bongo Bongo and the temple and what it was supposedly... Oh, probably. This is probably what... <coughs> Honestly, this is probably what got me started in uh, my... my uh, oh, yeah, Zelda yeah. Rabbit hole. The most replayed part of this is the uh, the new version with the red scarf. Yes. I like how I'm uh, getting a Tower of Fantasy ad, right? And this, this, I'm assuming this streamer on the lower left pops up a Venti, a Venti oh emote. <laughs> no, and it's, it's funny. funny I, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I just, uh, God, I'm turning to Devin with, I was just going to say, um, I was watching some Twitch for Tower of Fantasy for <coughs> drops and uh-huh. like, Halfway through, they just stopped and started watching Honkai for the new video that dropped, and then Genshin trailers. That's <laughs> like my That's man. funny. I haven't watched the Genshin trailer yet. 
I kind of feel like I might, I kind of probably want to go in surprised again. I mm-hmm. feel like that's going to be like my thing. Just not, not like, cause I haven't watched the animated promotional video. I haven't watched, I haven't watched the special announcement program. I haven't watched, I've only just seen like photos of like, you can craft new weapons and the banners and stuff. But yes, uh, this Nightmare of the Shadow Temple, this is the video that got me started on my oh, yeah. on my Zelda. Th- yeah, because this, this video was really good. Yeah, it is very well done. This guy has made some incredible videos. Between him and Zeltic, those are my two Zelda theories. Like, I, I love them. I haven't watched the special announcement or the the new trailer yet, but I think we will once Morgan gets home. She got work today. Yeah, mm. she's all over the place with her schedule right now. Oh, is she? Yeah. So will I be though soon? I'm gonna have to do some special training um, in another city, so it's gonna oh. be fun. I'll be gone for a couple days. Be an interesting time. Well, uh, do you know where? What city? I think it'll be Topeka. Okay. I think that's okay. where we're going. Um, but we were talking about hotels. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, and kind of like trying to figure out if that's where we're going and if that's what we're doing, which ones we want to book. Uh, but it should be interesting. But yeah, our schedules for August are totally fucked. <laughs> Morgan and I both. But uh, hopefully in September things cool down. <coughs> we started a book club. Oh yeah? Yeah, on the Discord. Oh, Morgan I saw and that. Aiden were talking about it, so we started a book club called Between the Sheets. <laughs> Between the Sheets? Yeah. Um, the first book that we are reading, apparently we're also going to be doing like web comics and stuff because Josh uh, and Aiden both kind of like web comics. So we might be doing some like webtoons and short manga series. But the first book we're reading is Blindsight by Peter Watts, which from what I've heard, he is like a biochemist or something like that. And has a very good understanding of human body. And uh, the book features the point of like first contact with aliens, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but the team is led by a vampire, which is like a weird concept sounding for a book, I guess. Mm. Thinking about it like that. Here's the back, the back thing. Two months since the stars fell. Two months ago, innumerable alien objects surrounded Earth, screaming as they burned their way into our atmosphere. The heavens have been silent since. Now, though, a derelict space probe has heard whispers from a distant comet. Something talks out there, but not to us. Who should be sent to find out? Send a linguist with multiple personality disorder? A cyborg biologist who can't feel his own flesh? Send a pacifistic warrior and a vampire resurrected by the voodoo of paleogenetics. Send a man missing half his mind since childhood and pray that they can be trusted with the fate of the world because they may be more alien than the thing they've been sent to find. <laughs> oh, damn. 
Blindsight's reputation has only increased in the ensuing years. It is one of the great modern examinations of just how alien, truly alien life might be. But apparently it... it uh, so I wanted to read it because I'm doing research on vampires for Campaign 2. Okay. And I, I found a bunch of like books and movies and stuff that are different takes on vampires. And Peter Watts' Blindsight, the uh, commander of their ship, I guess, is a vampire. And the way that he describes them is very interesting from what I read, uh, like on a forum when I was trying to find a book for it. Mm -hmm. They said that, that he described them as like very super sense of like prey, right? Uh, like hunting their yeah. prey. Like they, they can, I think this is the book where he describes something like if there were six vampires or something like that in a facility, um, they would all escape at the same time and come up to the exact same plan because they would have the same realization that A, there must be a way out. B, if there's one of them, there are probably more of them held here. C, the others are probably thinking the same thing. And D, they would figure out the best time to strike at the same time because they're superior intellect or whatever. Um, but it, it's an interesting thing. Apparently he uses his biochemistry or whatever to describe them in different and unique ways. And I thought it'd be kind of a fun book to read, a little sci-fi adventure. I mean, I also that sounds heard, interesting. I heard that it was one of those books that like doesn't by any means like change your life or anything, but like leaves you just thinking at the end, like, damn. And it's got a sequel, apparently. So we'll see. Could be good. Could be bad. Author seems a bit weird. No offense, Peter. Your Amazon page is weird. <laughs> It'd be like he that. <laughs> he says something on Amazon page about how Amazon and Google are terrible companies. Fair. Uh, and they tell him he has to have an Amazon page for his author set up or else he will not succeed as well. And like all this other stuff. And he just rips into them instead of writing about himself. <laughs> wow. I was like, you know, that's fair, but stay classy. But his picture is him and a cat. So I mean, can't be all bad. No, because that also would be my photo if I was a famous artist. <laughs> it's me and Chuck. Yes. So we're going to read Blindsight. Uh, any listeners out there, if you want to read Blindsight, who knows? Maybe I'll give a brief synopsis on the podcast next month after we finish it. Who knows? It'd be kind of cool to have like a podcast book club too. Just get some people involved. Yeah. Throw yeah, them yeah. in. Be like, yo, you want to be part of this book club? Just listen. I'm going to announce the book. You read it. You fuck off. Next month, we talk. I share my <laughs> opinions. You don't share anything. Fuck you. Go home. <laughs> You can argue with me, but I'm not going to listen because I can't hear you anyway. <laughs> you can argue, but I'm not going to read your comments, so fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Turns out to be a massive hit. Hey, there you go. There you go. That'd be Never fucking know. hilarious. The biggest podcast yet. <laughs> I bet that would actually be pretty big. Like a podcast where they have like a community Discord server where the fans can like choose the book and vote on the next book. And then they all kind of, at the end of the month, they all like have a big discussion in the chat. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of cool. 
Sounds like a win-win there. Something yeah, you guys I mean, are trying to do, actually. A little bit. We need some more book lovers in the world. That's for sure. One of the major book series I remember reading back in the day was, was the Boxcar Children. Nice. The Boxcar nice. Children series. Yep. Some of them were kind of wild. Some of them weren't. It's very hit and miss, the Boxcar series, when that. Yeah, and then Harry Potter came out, and everyone forgot about the Boxcar Children. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes, wasn't it? Like you had, you're, you're right though. Like it was like Boxcar Children, and then bam, nobody gave a shit, and they were all about Harry Potter. Yeah, because I remember there was like a lot. They weren't like very big books, granted, you know, but yeah, they were, they were like fairly like thin to like you know, kind of just like your like an average book, I guess. I don't even know. What. They're like D and D one shots. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they were good. And there was, like, a lot of volumes, dude. There was a ton. I remember, like, my elementary school, I had, like, a, like it's literally, like, just two shelves of, like, just, I'm pretty sure, like, the whole series. Like, up to that point. I don't know if they re- were releasing anymore or not back in the day. But, uh-huh, uh-huh. Boxcar Children, dude. That takes me back. Wish I could remember. Oh, I just found it. Never mind. There's a a book series called the Boy Soldier series that I loved when I was in like middle school or something like that or high school. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, did this come out? Let me see. Boy Soldier. Who is this by? Andy McNabb. Yeah. Bro, are you telling me the, the younger brother? <laughs> Dude, they're still making the Boxcar Children books, dude. What the oh, hell? Oh, shit. You could get the whole collection for £23.96. Well, a Boxcar? No, of the Andy oh. McNabb Soldier books. Oh. Apparently, I'm going to add that shit to my reading list. Um, So, Boy Soldier came out in 2005. Yeah, I read it in middle school. It was about... Uh, uh, it's written by like a former infantryman who went to the SAS. Um, but Boy Soldier was about a, a, a guy, I don't know how old he was, mm-hmm. um, who found out his grandpa was like a war criminal or something in the SAS. But then it turned out that he was on a black ops mission and somebody screwed him over. And so he had to go dark and the government officially turned on him and all this other shit. And they're like trying to free his grandpa and like defend his name or whatever. And he like slowly learns the skills of an SAS soldier as he trains with his grandpa. And it was an interesting book series as a kid. But Hmm. uh, that was like my box for children in middle school. I was all about that series. I was so fucking cool at the time. It's probably not that good. (laughs) <laughs> all things considered mm, box looking looking at just google searching these google image searching these box art books oh um God. they're still going from 1924 to present that's what google says apparently they've Damn. had an animated movie that author is uh ha- has been writing for a hundred years <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh and uh i don't know i feel like they gave like the books like a facelift Oh, they gave it a very bad facelift in it. God, it went from like real life people and stuff, or or like drawings that were very photorealistic to real to life like, people 
to like animated, animated people yeah. and then wanna... straight to like CGI Netflix <laughs> covers. See, I think that's the animated movie. <laughs> Surprise and I think Island. That's, yeah. I think that's what they kind of definitely went off of. Like, there's, let me see. That's, oh, it's 2014. Uh, it predates Netflix CGI. Oh. Wow. Interesting. They also yeah. did another Boxcar Children movie with J.K. Simmons and Martin Sheen. Really? What the hell? Apparently. <sighs> yeah, because they oh. were all they were all like mystery like stories or whatever. Yeah, they were. What was that one series? Um, where it's like two kids at sporting events. Oh, uh, doing mysteries. Two kids at sporting events. I think it's the sport beat mysteries. Maybe might be the one. Teen sports journalist Stevie Thomas and Susan Anderson meet after they both win a prize for young journalists at the final four. When they uncover a plot to throw the championship game, the two sleuths are mired in mystery and a journalist dream. Yeah, that's the one. They don't live in the same states, but they manage a long-distance relationship and end up at key sporting events together over the next few years through the books. It was pretty good. Huh. Yeah, it was, it was all right. You know, it was uh, kids mystery sporting books. <laughs> I didn't like sport too much, <laughs> but I liked mysteries. And I liked honest journalism. <laughs> How naive I was. (laughs) What is your... What has been one of your favorite books that you've read? I've read... uh, I remember reading this Artemis Fowl book that I did like. Um, I don't remember which one it was. Terrible show, but great book. Yeah, the movie was okay. Let me see. Let me see Artemis Fowl books. Let me see which one. Because it was... It was a, uh, the cover was, it was like snowy and it was like a steel door. Um, I see it here. Like I see images and what's it called? Oh, foul. Apparently it's the, it's the Arctic incident. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Arctic incident. I remember getting that book and I actually read it and I actually did enjoy it. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, but the show the show was okay. Or movie, I guess. I don't remember what it was, actually. What about you, Marshall? What would you say your, your favorite book is? I know you're, you're a big reader, so you have more of a hmm. selection than I do. I don't really know, I guess. <coughs> I guess if I had a favorite book, it would be You Are Here by Thich Nhat Hanh. I, I won't say it's like life changing or anything, but it was eye opening, I guess. Um, I really like the Keys to the Kingdom series by Garth Nix. It's good. It's about a young boy who was twelve who had asthma, named Arthur Penhaligon. Uh, he hmm. became the heir of the house, which was like 
as the mystery builds and you learn a few more things, um, you have to defeat, he has to defeat like the seven lords of the house. Mr. Monday, Grim Tuesday, Drowned Wednesday, Sir Thursday, Lady Friday, uh, Superior Saturday, and Lord Sunday. And at the end, spoiler alert, he kind of becomes the lord of the house and you find out that the house is at the center of the universe. Uh, kind of like the creation of whatever, like all things or something. It was okay. It was a pretty good series as a kid. Um, <coughs> my favorites, though... Okay, I got two of them. It'd be A, the Night Angel Trilogy by uh, Brent Weeks, of course. Night Angel Trilogy. I have all three books from when they first came out, and then I have the three books put into one giant book that came out a few years ago. They also, apparently, uh, were working on like a, a comic book at one point. I don't know if that ever got done. Like a graphic novel, not a comic book. Mm-hmm. I think the first one got done, but I don't know if the others ever did. They were working on a movie for it, and then they canceled it, which is a shame. It was genuinely like my favorite book series growing up. Met mm. Brent Winks once. Super cool dude. Fantastic. The other one that I could recommend is a very fucking long book saga. Like, genuinely, oh. I think there are like 30 books in it or something or more. Uh-huh. It's the Spanish Bit Saga by Don Coldsmith. Went from the 80s all the way to the 91, I think. And then, no, it went farther, it looks like. Looks like it went all the way to 2008. Holy shit. By Don Coldsmith, you said? Yeah. The Spanish Bit Saga starts with Trail of the Spanish Bit. It's kind of like Native American Spaniard fanfic. Like, one of the Spaniards who was looking for, you know, El Dorado with Mm -hmm. Coronado um, was, like, injured and left behind. And the natives took him in and healed him and, and gave him a home. And he ended up, like, teaching them how to ride horses and stealing horses from the Spanish and, like, coming to love them. Uh, they're just known as the people. And he fights for the people and he eventually becomes, like, the chief or something. And then every book, I, I want to say every book after, is that person's descendant. So, like, each, the next book would be that the person's from the first book's descendant? Yeah, I, I think that the first book is like him, he falls in love with one of the natives. Uh-huh. And then the second book is like their child. And then the third book is oh. like that person's child. But it goes like pretty far down. I don't know if it goes to like the modern day or anything like that. But um, According to the cover, it does. The, well, he sees the way these are ordered. These are ordered kind of weird. Yeah. Because I'm on this fantasticvision.com and it has, this, it has them numbered. Um, so, like, the first book is Trail of the Spanish Bit in 1980, and then it's the Elk Dog Heritage at 82. Mm-hmm. Follow the win in 83, but here we go. The fourth book they have listed is Buffalo Medicine, and that dates back to 81. Ah, uh, so it looks like he wrote some different stories after that take place before. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe Trail of the Spanish Bit, Elk Dog Heritage, and Follow the Wind might be all the same guy. 
and then Buffalo okay. Medicine is their son? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, Owl's father. Book four, Owl's father changed the lives of the people by bringing horses <laughs> from Spain. Now he must make his own contribution by learning the way of the buffalo. These, like, genuinely, this was, like, a fascinating series. Like, I, I want to reread. It was such a good, interesting look at Native American culture and practices. And, like, I'm, I'm sure he did a shit ton of research for it. Mm -hmm. But it was very great. Like, one of the more interesting series I've read that's based, like, in the real world. Yeah, because then they get guns. Because there's the thunder sticks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't confirm if they are all descendants of the same guy or not, but they are for the first like few books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Spanish Bit Saga, Night Angel Trilogy, Fantastics. <coughs> What's weird? Okay, so my man has literally had a book released every year in the 80s, in the 1980s. Let me see, double check here. Yeah, two yeah, releases in the 90s. Yeah, two, two releases. I feel like every year except 81 and 82. Boy, be writing. And 84. <laughs> yeah, boy, be. You boy, be right. Boy, boy, be spitting, dude. That's crazy, though. How many pages are they? Let's see. They're pretty <laughs> cheap as well. They're only like six bucks a pop. <laughs> Uh, ooh. This one says it's only 10 pages, but that's not possible. That doesn't feel right. Book 18 by Don Coldsmith. Uh, 240 pages. So if we average that they're like two to three hundred pages each. Mm hmm. Wow. God damn, that's a lot of pages. He had like, because there were 20, 28 books, I think, on that website I was on. 29 plus four, so 33. God damn. Even if they were all 200, that's 6,600 pages. It's not really 6,600. I mean, it's 6,600 pages, but it's less. Mm hmm. It would be 3,300 sheets. That's still a lot of sheets. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I don't know if that's interesting or not for people, but I loved that series. Um, and the Night Angel trilogy was like all about assassins. I was going to say, the covers look sick. Life. The covers look like a, like what Ezio would look like if he just wore black instead of yes. white. Yes. Yes. It was cool. Like, they're not okay. They're not assassins because they. What was the quote from the book? I don't quite remember, but they call them wet boys because they they <coughs> get wet with blood or something like. I don't remember why. Hmm. But um, they're basically assassins. They some of them have like supernatural abilities. Like the main character Kyler, he has the ability of like a shadow orb. That lets him manipulate the darkness around him. It was good. And like in book one, it's all about him wanting to become a wet boy and wanting to escape the life of poverty that he had. Mm -hmm. And in book two, it's like, hey, 
I found love and success and I kind of want out. <laughs> I want to live a normal life now. And then in book three, it's like, hey, go kill God. How do you kill it? How can you kill a god? How can you kill a god? What a grand and intoxicating innocence. <laughs> That's funny. It was good. It was very good. I made more maps for D&D. Made some for Campaign 2's area. Linaris. You're looking pretty good. How is camp? How is a... Uh... How is it coming along? Are they do they are they close to solving it or they solved no? some of the puzzles? They did. They they finally spent some time and solved some of the puzzles and uh, got some answers. Now they don't have those answers in game yet, but they have them out of game, and so they're trying to find ways that they can, you know, get them. But uh, it was super cool. It was a cool moment. We all had our tinfoil hats on until like one in the morning and just kind of went over theories and conspiracies. I made a iceberg list. Oh yeah. Yeah. The iceberg. Just the campaign one iceberg as well. Yeah. It's pretty deep. I'm going to send it to you on, on messenger. It's Hell yeah, dude. pretty interesting actually. Like it goes very deep and I, I didn't think there was going to be this much shit on there. And then in the end, is this bigger than the iceberg that sunk the Titanic? Oh shit! It might be. You see a little Titanic at the very bottom. <laughs> if you guys do a video. You guys should put that in. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, it's been going all right, though. It's been all right. They uh, they're getting closer to fighting the chaos dragon shams to here. They've just went and prepared and, and got everything they need to lay a trap for him. And right now they're taking like a five day montage for Coleman's character, Aura Farney to learn at Malian arts, the art of soul snare to try to capture Shams to soul, um, and seal it away, but it will very likely result in his death. So it's been a fun, thing they're all kind of just role-playing some downtime right now and taking care of things and wrapping things up because they sense the end is coming quick damn this is a big iceberg <laughs> yeah i think it goes deep i when i started i was like okay i have probably like 10 things on here and then i kept going <laughs> yeah one of them like at, at the bottom tier ethereum nightfall Yes, the, yeah. the plane that the gods live in is the Ethereum, and they learned recently that uh, one of the gods, one of the lower gods, went to the higher gods' plane, Ethereum, and they were like, hey, what's going on here? Where, what are the gods doing? Why haven't they been around? And they found out it was afflicted with nightfall, which is this like parasitic, black, splugy, false rain, nighttime... Kind of like Twilight from Twilight Princess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that kind of slowly corrupts everything that it touches. And they just kind of noped out and were like, okay, well, the gods are gone. Uh, <laughs> what happened? 
that's like a huge mystery, right? Indeed. What um what are you excited about, Marco? What's what's something that you're excited about coming up? Could be anything. Um could be a game, an anime, a movie, having a wank later. <laughs> um actually the the Odessa concert. Are you going to go? Yeah, me and Bill got tickets. Bill hit me up as soon as they announced it. And he's like, he asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, yeah, it's been a while since I've been to the concert. I'm just nervous now because COVID's picking back up. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I should be looking for a hazmat suit if I want to fully (laughs) enjoy this concert. But we're not not on floor or anything. We're like in seats. So hopefully, like oh, okay. that helps, and it won't be like too bad. And be like, if anything, at least we won't be like pushed up against like other people who could just be dirty in general, not just sick, but like stinky, smelly people, and have mm-hmm. beer spilt all over us because that usually what happens on the floor because people get too rough, too wild. <laughs> <coughs> oh man, that the man. CDC just like removed the quarantining. From yeah, their list of things, either, yeah. I don't understand. Feels weird. Band. What else are you excited about? Um, I'm. I don't know. You, Morgan probably obviously hasn't seen it, but when I, you know when I posted that post of like movies coming to Crunchyroll and stuff in August September. There's that one that's called Sing a Bit of Harmony. It's an anime movie. That's one that mm-hmm. I've been wanting to watch for a while, and it never came to Kansas in theaters. So the fact that it's going on Crunchyroll on August 25th is pretty exciting. So I'd be another movie we'd have to watch for movie night, for anime movie night. Because it's supposed to be like I really would be good. So down. But yeah, I'm other than that, that, that's those are like the two things so far this year. For the remainder, and I think fall too. I guess fall weather. I'm ready for yeah. that. That's gonna be amazing fall weather, especially after this hot ass summer. I know. Like, I love screw summer. hot girl summer. This is hot everybody summer. Right. I'm just ready for chill down fall, dude. Chill down fall, <laughs> bro. Yes. Chill down fall is going to be wonderful. Just going out on bike rides again, going out on walks again. Mm-hmm. Not stepping outside into 103 degrees and 80% humidity. Not just stepping outside and suffering instantly. Yeah. What is the weather today? Uh, Dustin's outside. laptop says 100 right now. Oh, fuck me, dude. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, mine says extensive. feels like 100 degrees, 20% humidity, <coughs> only 10 ah, mile per hour wind. Just jumped up to 101. Oof. Supposed um, to be 102 tomorrow, 103 Monday. God yeah, but I think it's supposed to storm Monday night and to Tuesday. Let me see. Oh, they changed it. Tuesday, Bro. Wednesday, now. Last time I looked at the weather, it was supposed to be like mid to low 80s next week, and now it's back to 90s. Yeah. Uh. Um, on here, it says Wednesday, Thursday, 87, 89. Uh. Um, the low tonight is 71, but the low tomorrow is a nice 69. Yes. Nice, and then you know what? If we get a good breeze for the evenings, okay. Monday is seventy three, right? But get this: Tuesday night, the low sixty seven. Wednesday, 
60. Thursday, 63. Friday, 64. Saturday, 68. Sunday, 65. And Monday, 66. Mm-hmm. Those are all the lows for next week. So if we just you get know, a nice like north breeze, it won't be too bad. You already know I'm more excited about when we start seeing 50s, 40s, 30s. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be nice. Not the 30s necessarily, but the 40s late at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like 65 in the daytime. Oh, I'm going to want a coat. I'm going to want a coat at this point when it's 65. Fucking walking to work every day in 103, sweating my ass off. All right. I'm just ready. I'm ready for fall, dude. Wake up and breathe that that uh, crisp fall air through your mouth because it just feels good. Oh, it's going to be so nice. You can feel it in my mouth, that crisp fall air. Mm-hmm. Feel it right in my mouth. What is this? Is this my birthday? Fucking no, it's twelve sixteen. Uh twenty twenty one when Miguel and Dustin and Josh and you and Morgan and I and Chase and Bill all were in Discord for like three hours and we recorded the whole thing. I forgot about oh. this. Was that just when we were just on a roll and we were just saying we're just having shit. a good time. Yeah. yeah, damn. Yeah, I was just looking at my shit. I was like, hello? Trying to clean some stuff out while we're we're doing this. Hopefully I don't miss hopefully I don't miss Chase tonight if he gets on. Campbell, I just barely missed that man yesterday. Yeah. We told him that uh that he missed you and he was like, Oh fucking course. I was like, Yeah. Was he going it's to bed? Like a- just did he get up early today or something? It Kind of, but his headset died, and so he just kind of... Oh, gotcha, yeah. I feel you. That's a good... <coughs> good enough reason. Yep. We got uh, Mario Kart 8, finally. Um, eight years later, hilariously. Has it been eight years? Came out in 2014. What the heck? Believe. Well, get this. I was just on Hoyo, the Hoyo app. Someone posted about like how many patches it's been since the their five star banner. Apparently, Hu Tao and Child are like on their seventh update without having a banner. No, like, there's no way it's been that long. Oh my seven, god! Seven updates since Hu Tao and Child and six like for a Yule, yesterday. and I was like, no, and I can't be right. It's wild, dude. But I guess yeah. so. Mario Kart 8 released May 29th, 2014. God damn. Shit. They have 48 courses booster pass. Yeah, I know. Because I think Mario Kart 8. Bucks. I think Mario Kart 8 was supposed to be like the be all end all Mario Kart, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think so. Same with Smash Bros. Question mark. We'll see. Supposedly. I really am not a big fan of multiverses. I'll just come out and say it. Everybody is making such a big deal about it because it's Warner Brothers Smash Bros, but it's got a lot of in, not a lot of necessarily input lag, but it's got a lot of like weird frame issues yeah. and it's got like slow feeling controls. I don't know. <clears throat> I haven't played it because while also my most hating about modern gaming is that the fact that we have to make an account for like yeah. every game we play. Like a WB like, you know account. what? 
And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to play this game actually. And I I haven't installed, but I mean to down I mean to delete it because I probably won't. Cause like, what if I don't like it? Then I'll just make an account for like no reason. Yeah. I was in the multiverses closed alpha and it was really bad. And then I didn't touch it again. I played like one game and I was like, oh god. <coughs> and then I got it on Steam when it came out on Steam. I tried it in the beta as well. When you could like watch Twitch for like two hours or whatever and get it. Mm-hmm. And then when it fully dropped, I was like, surely it's fixed its issues. No, it had not. It just feels really clunky at times. That's also modern gaming. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair. That's the fair. Like, just an early everything, test. everything is early access, and it never leaves it. Yeah. What Bath is the longest, <laughs> longest running early access game? Is Daisy Fortnite. has been early access for five years. Rust is early access for four years. Subnautica was three years. Uh, Fortnite was three years. I don't know. I still feel like the main, like the Battle Royale, is still a beta. Well, no, because like Fortnite the... was a real game before. Yeah, but then they added the beta, the the Battle Royale, and people said that was, and I think they said that was a beta. I feel like that's never and gonna leave. Fucking uh, Goku is in Fortnite now. <sighs> Pain. I tell you. Pain. What was it? Someone posted on Instagram of Goku with like obviously like photoshopped gun in his hand. And it's like Goku's in Fortnite now. So you get used to seeing this photo. I'm like, you know what? The harsh reality is he's not wrong. He's not wrong. (laughs) We're probably gonna be seeing a bunch of Goku montage clips in Fortnite. Apparently, like, Seven Days to Die has been early access since 2013. God. Oh, my God. That's I don't wild. know. Fortnite is wild, dude. All the fucking characters that are in it now is just insane. It's just going to hurt me when they put in an anime that I actually enjoy. and then that... Wait till they get Genshin in it. Ew, dude! It's probably like a time, Genshin crossover, Genshin Honkai crossover. Oh, they won't. They won't look good. You know what I'm excited about? Spider-Man oh, released yesterday on Steam. Which one? The new one? The it's the remastered Marvel Spider-Man from the PlayStation PlayStation Ooh. Four. Yeah, it's got. A whole bunch of stuff. I don't think it has the Miles Morales chapter in it. I mean, maybe it does. I don't know if it does or not, but I have, I didn't see anything about it. I kind of wish they'd remaster the Lord of the Rings games. Not like a Shadow of Mordor, but like actually good, like remastered like the Lord of the Ring games for like the GameCube and Xbox and PlayStation that were based off the movies. Because like the Two Towers one, dude. That one was that one was my jam, bro. That one was really good. Ah, that was a good one. That was a very good one. Yeah, sometimes I kind of wish they just re- would they would remaster g- games or give give them like the Final Fantasy VII remake treatment for them. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice. Just like a little bit later, get like a full remaster. Man, I don't even need or not remaster like remake. 
Like, I don't need a remake necessarily like they did for Final Fantasy, but a remaster at least where it's just a little bit more bearable with modernized control setup. Mm -hmm. Just for, you know, quality of life improvement. Yeah, speaking of Final Fantasy VII Remake, it makes me upset that it didn't come to Xbox. (laughs) Like the commercial said it would. So it never did. It's been a year, right? Yeah, it's been more than a year, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering yeah. if Sony just got butthurt with with them buying out Bethesda and all that and all like stuff like that. And there was like, you know what? Jokes on you. We're not going to release Final Fantasy seven because I was like, wow, cool. Wait <laughs> for that game for a while. I really want to play. It looks really good. Tifa's hot. It came there on Steam, it. but it's seventy dollars on Steam. See, and I heard the Steam isn't really good. At least I think I could be the wrong. first review is negative. Uh, but the yeah. fact that part two is going to be PS5 exclusive makes buying this one pointless. See, like that's just Sony Damn, being Sony. $70 like, for part one of a three part game. That's rough, dude. And you can't even fucking get the other parts. Yeah. And Sean kept telling me, too, that this part was just the first part just covered the first 10 hours of like the actual game. And then, yeah, like, but it, it didn't, though. Sean's Sean. Yeah. They covered the first 10 hours of the old game. Yeah. yeah while yeah. adding like 60 hours of content into that as well. Yeah. So he was thinking that like part two would be like the bigger, like open world, more open world part, I guess. I never played the OG yeah, one, just which Midgard, is why I want to play it? this one. I think. Is that the town? Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Fuck. So, oh, no. You know what? Just purchase the Elder Scrolls Red Guard. It's seven, six dollars on Steam. Just be done with it. <laughs> Just go play the old-fashioned Bethesda RPGs from way back in the fucking day. When they were good? Even... Were they ever good? <laughs> They've always been good. What are you talking did, any, did anything really just work back in the day? Well, that was part of the fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> if everything worked as intended, it wouldn't be as, as surprising. If everything just worked, it would just work. It's like any single simulator game or even better example, every single truck simulator game. There's always some fucking game breaking glitch that is hilarious. And you're always happier that it was there because it's super funny. Hell yeah, dude. Start driving, the wheels just fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Or they start floating in the air and you're like, what the (laughs) fuck? God, what game was Bethesda making that was... It took place in Tokyo and the teaser was just literally people disappearing. Leaving like um, their clothes and stuff, I think. Ghostwire. Yeah. Apparently, uh, apparently that's really good. Is it out? Yeah. It's been out hell? for a long time. I think it's even on Game Pass. What? Shut up. I'm I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong here, this but must I'm pretty have went sure under it the was. Radar. Let me see here. Ghostwire. No, it's not on Game Pass now. Ghostwire. I Tokyo. thought it was. Epic Games. Oh no. 
Oh, this came out March 25th. This must have went under the radar then, my guy, because I did not hear anything about it. It came out March 25th, 2022 as a PS5 timed console exclusive. Mm, that's probably why. So it will come to Xbox next year, apparently. That's probably why. I'm, no I want to say it was on Xbox Game Pass PC, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I definitely thought I saw it there. But it's the best game, right? Is that what you said? Uh, I think. Yeah, it's a Bethesda Software game. Ghostwire Which Tokyo means... is a 2022 action-adventure game developed by Tango Gameworks and published by Bethesda published Softworks. By Bethesda. Which means it should come to Game Pass for free forever once it does Hell release on Xbox. Because yeah. they so, own Bethesda. Did Ghostwire Tokyo sell? Ghostwire Tokyo, in fact, had a particularly disappointing debut in... Debut in Japan, barely managing to sell over 10,000 units upon release. And ultimately, it wouldn't be surprising if Bethesda were to come out and say that both game, that both these games have underperformed. You know huh. what, though? It's a very positive rating on Steam with 6,000 very positive reviews. It looks good. It, it the game is really awesome. On your journey to find your sister, you'll experience slash face great environments, free-roaming Tokyo, breathtaking combat, Stealth, petting animals, random sock missions. Definitely one of the greatest games that you must play before you die. Oh my, okay. Someone said, interesting concept, but mediocre. Someone oh. else said, lacks a bit of a punch. Someone else said, absolutely love this game. I am not a person who really cares for how amazing a game looks, but this was such a pretty game. Combat was fun for me. I know it can be boring to some, but I really enjoyed it. You can be stealthy, or you can go in elements blazing and just use your bow. I mixed it up and had no problems. There are plenty of side quests, achievement hunting, and ghost busting to keep me playing for over 60 hours. I got my money's worth, and I've unlocked all the beads. Another playthrough is in my future. If you love Japanese mythology, urban legends, or want to visit Shibuya District, I think you would enjoy this game. Hmm. I don't know. It's got a lot of good reviews, though. It looked really interesting. I, I did want to check it out one day. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get what's on Game Pass. Yeah. For sure. Pick that shit up. Is that fucking Slenderman in that screenshot? Would you be surprised? I don't think I would be. It's the worst part about that. I don't know. Jesus Christ, every time I accidentally click the video or every time the video rolls over. That is Slenderman. That's a man in a suit with no face and he's white. Um, the video starts with an explosion and it scares the shit out of me every time. That is not nice design. <laughs> hmm. I've been playing a lot of modded Skyrim lately. Mm -hmm. I, I have like 700 mods installed right now. It's a lot of mods. It's too many mods. I've got like 50 hours in the last month of Skyrim with 700 fucking mods. 
I have no idea what I'm doing or what anything how's your, means. How's your how's your PC handling that? Fucking like a champ. It's not even sweating, man. Yeah, you gotta tell, tell me one of the mods is Thomas the Tank Engine Dragons, bro. It's not. It's not. And you know why it's not? Because it's bad. Because I don't. No, because I don't usually do the main quest. Oh. <laughs> so I won't see any dragons. So there's no point. Then do you have the mods? I'm trying to think of the donkey video. Where there's a crab wearing a wearing uh I think what's so. it called? What's it called? The The Top Hat and Monocle? Yes, the mon yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got that. Come one. on, Master Chief, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've got a lot of mods. It's not like wacky mods. It's it's like lore friendly, immersive mods. Oh, say so are they like also like mods that like clean up the game and stuff? I know that people make mods for that. Yeah, that they clean up, they they bring back the scrapped content, like cutting room floor, I think it's called. All the stuff that never made it into the game, they kind of finish and bring it into the game. What? How do you get your hands on that? Is it just in the game files or? Yeah, yeah. And because Bethesda releases every Elder Scrolls game, they release the creation kit. So you're able to just go in and make your own mods and shit like right away. Damn. So you're able to get into the game files and find stuff. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Lots of rebuilt quests, lots of completely reworked factions, and tons of new spells and perks and all kinds of stuff. It really feels like a totally different game. Plus, like, 4K textures, but I don't have a 4K monitor, so I feel like that one is wasted. Yet. But it sure looks nice. Um, and then... I, you know, of course, I was on the cyberpunk kick where I modded the shit out of cyberpunk and was just going around like Spider-Man zipping all over the city. How's that game? How's that game now? Is it better? Good? Worse? I mean, I loved it from the the beginning. Remember, I had surgery on my penis the day that it came out, which was also my birthday. Oh, (laughs) I had birthday penis surgery. And I kept making the joke on the official cyberpunk subreddit. I was like... The game comes out on my birthday, but I'll be having surgery. I'll be modifying my genitals in game and out of game. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I loved it when it came out. I put, I don't know, like seventy or eighty hours in on Xbox, probably, and then oh, picked it up on Steam. And I put another forty hours into it with a ton of mods. They've improved a lot of the issues that I had in the beginning like the pop-in and, and stuff like that. But a lot of that was just from the Xbox edition anyway, the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the issues I had don't even exist because it's a different console, you know, a better one. But with the mods and the updates that have come out, it's been great. I'm scared to play it more, though, and get back into it because I kind of fell out of it the last couple of weeks uh-huh. because they're about to drop the most beta-tested mod that they've ever had, apparent not mod uh, update that they've had. So I don't know if like a DLC is coming or what, but it's going to break every single mod I have installed. So I don't want to get stuck in and then have to like start over or uninstall everything and reinstall it all again. I'm too lazy for that. Gotcha. Um, Passper two. Which is a joke because it's Passpartout two, <laughs> Passpartout. Uh, <laughs> Passpartout two is coming out soon. Um, 
I don't know when, but I'm super fucking excited for it. I can't wait. Stream parties, just drawing some more random garbage art. It's going to be amazing. Hell yeah, dude. I got, I picked up Dinkum. That's an interesting one. Dinkum? Dinkum. It's like a Animal Crossing vibe game. You drop down on an island in, in Australia. It's Australian Animal Crossing, really. Do some huh. farming, do some adventuring, move in NPCs, build your town up, that kind of thing. Build some furniture, all that. It's Australian Animal Crossing. It's amazing. We got big ass bugs, probably, like in Australia for real. <laughs> I don't know. They're constantly adding updates to it. House Flipper has a new update coming soon. They just released their new dev update for Farm DLC, where you can build your like entirely build your own house as well as have a farm and all kinds of shit. Huh. Which I'm super excited about. What about you? Sounds you excited for any games coming up? Anything on your radar? Um, 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 um I need to buy Xenoblade Chronicles Three because I heard that game is fantastic. Oh, really? The Switch? Yeah, I heard it's really good. Um, that and then I, I'm still on the fence. If I want to buy Three Houses or was it Three Hopes? Still on the yeah, fence. I played the beta and I I liked it, but I I don't know. You know, you'll eventually get tired of it because it's just Dynasty Warriors, and exactly. so I think that's what happened. That's what happened with me with with the first Fire Emblem Warriors game. Like, I got it because, like, ooh, it's sick. Like, you know, everyone's here and stuff. And I was just like, I think like halfway through playing the game, I was like, man, it's just the same thing. <laughs> you know, but granted, like, there's they switch up because you you go and get fight two heroes, and you know, you yeah. it's just like in the game, you fight them and you beat them. And you can talk to them and you can be like recruit them to your side or whatever. And like Pokemon. Stuff like that, yeah. And so, My favorite know. Dynasty Warrior game was not a Dynasty Warrior game. It was Pokemon Conquest on the D- on the DS. Ooh. It wasn't Dynasty Warrior, but it sure felt like it. It was more like Disgaea than Dynasty Warriors, but it was a lot of like a lot of that. I don't know. Let me see that, and hopefully Breath of the Wild 2 gets announced for this year, early next year. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I think they said it's 2023, right? Oh, did they? they, said, they did, uh, I missed it. Yeah, they had a Nintendo conference um, a, a month or two ago where they announced that it was coming next year. Oh. Uh, like well, then... said 2023. <laughs> then that, <laughs> like, and then okay. I'm hoping... I'm hoping they remake... Um, excuse me. If they remake, uh, like, if they remake more of the handheld, like the 3D, like the Game Boy Advance games and stuff, like, since mm. they did Link's Awakening, I hope the next ones, the next two they do, is Oracle of Ages and Oracles of Seasons. Ooh, because those stop are the right now, because those stop right now, because those are the only two Zelda games I haven't played that I wanted to play. I didn't play the 3D yet, like the DS versions, because that just seemed yeah. kind of silly. Of you drag like using the like sure you had to use the two screens because that's what optimized for but it just seemed kind of silly like you were dragging same. you were dragging yeah. your yeah and I was like ah, that's kind of dumb but I do want to play 
Oracle of Ages and Seasons. I played the originals on an emulator on my phone. I think I played Seasons. I would like them to do uh, Spirit Tracks. I know that the whole gimmick was that it was like a 3DS game, so you had to like drag everything or whatever. Yeah, I don't mind if they remade game, if they remade those two games to like for like the Switch. That'd be kind of yeah. Cool. I I thought they were really charming, you know, and I don't think they got enough love for Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks because they're the sequels to Wind Waker, and that was a good game. Yeah, and wasn't it wasn't Minish Cap another one? Those were like the three. So Wind Minish Waker, Cap right? was not a Wind Waker one. Minish Cap takes place sometime after Skyward Sword, but before all the others. Oh. I believe that's correct. Okay. Minish yeah, because I remember, I remember they did... I remember they came out with Four Swords Adventures, too. Yes, it takes the... place between Skyward Sword and Four Swords. And you fucking knew just immediately. <laughs> Four Swords Adventures was really fun. Yeah, for the GameCube, yeah, I actually enjoyed it. That shit was fire, dude. Release that on the Switch. You got two controllers right there, bang, bang. Wi-Fi capability? Bruh. Wi-Fi capability or local? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Just come over, bring your Switch. Got four controllers total then, boom. You should work at Nintendo. <laughs> Jeez. Have you heard it's... of Reggie's new book? Reggie Fizeme? Uh-uh. I don't even know what the book. Yeah, it's called Disrupting <coughs> the Game from the Bronx to the Top of Nintendo. Uh, huh. he, it's a 755 star reviews across the board. Um, came out May 3rd. Apparently, it's pretty good, but I've been reading articles that are about the book, which is weird because you think you just read the book at that point. But I've been reading articles about the book and like certain chapters of it. And um, one of the chapters was about kind of how they handle things now at Nintendo. And he's like, that's not the Nintendo I remember. That's not the Nintendo I fought for. Um, he talked a little bit about... Uh, the Hungry Box thing. Do you remember that in Smash? Where yeah, Hungry yeah, Box yeah. got like second place and he was like, you come back a year from now. He Like Reggie told this to Hungry. He was like, you come back a year from now, I'll kick your ass at this. And then a year later, Reggie got destroyed. Um, but apparently that's because the Treehouse, which is their like R&D like, tech group, uh-huh. um, Apparently, at the Treehouse, they, they would not cooperate with him and teach him how to play Smash. And they're like, you're just going to lose anyway. We're not going to teach you. And so they told him, or or no, he thought that they were going to be playing on the, the Wii U gamepad controller. Not the uh-huh. gamepad, but the, the controller for the Wii U, the pro controller. Yeah. Because it had just come out. So he's like, all right, I'll spend all my time practicing on this because this is what we're going to use. Uh, the treehouse guys aren't being helpful, so I think this is the right way. Practiced for like half a year off and on, and then at the actual match, they laughed and gave him a GameCube controller. And so he's oh, like, shit. I don't know what I'm doing with this. This feels different. It's like I haven't used a GameCube controller since 2004. <laughs> oh, damn. 
And so he got like super destroyed and he like blamed the hardware and it was like a big meme that he couldn't take the victor take the loss, right? Couldn't take the L. Uh-huh. He blamed his controller and all this other shit. Well, it turns out it's because like they didn't help him and they didn't give him any information or teach him how to play. And so he was kind of led astray on it. And like, I don't know, it's a very interesting sounding book and memoir about his time at Nintendo and, and that whole world. Apparently it's very like raw and unfiltered. Huh? That's crazy. That's sad though. Cause he's really cool. Yeah. No, he still is really cool. He's a cool guy. What was the book called you said? Disrupting the Great. The Disrupting game the Game. From the Bronx to the top of Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to order it, probably. Maybe uh, maybe just the Kindle version, I don't know. I'll have to order it and give it a read. Cause it, it does seem really interesting, like seeing what one of the top press president of Nintendo of America has to say about the company. And obviously it's not going to be anything too extreme. Like he, mm-hmm. I think a, he wouldn't do that. And B, he legally couldn't do that. Talk shit. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he talking, can talk well, some talking about like, shade, but spit facts. But yeah. Spit facts. Yeah. Yeah. You can't spit too many facts <laughs> or else it'll be like redacted uh, or sued to oblivion. Really? I don't know. Well, listen, this is a special long episode. That's of, a BP um, podcast, boys and girls. After Hours. I was trying to think of the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like almost called it A Long Rest, which is our D&D podcast for the Patreon people. Um, long After Hours session today. Very nice, too. I think. Oh, yeah. We have a guest lined up, I think, for next time. Get the nice. scheduling done on that. We have that done. Um, and then one more episode after that, and season two is done. Hell yeah. And then we take another nine-month anime break. <laughs> Mid-season. <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, that's episode take six. A, take a... Well, like, let's see. What, what animes have they announced that... We have to wait until 2023. I think they announced... Um, Spy? Spy X Family, maybe? No, that comes <laughs> out in fall, October. Oh, hell yeah. That's What's exciting. One I just looked it up. I was excited for it. It's like, yeah, coming 2023. I'm like, this is kind of... Oh, I think Jujutsu Kaisen. I was like, I oh, like yeah, yeah. Anime. Yeah, they announced season two. But it's not coming until 2023. I'm like, then why announce What it? about the new Trigon? Is that coming 2023? I think that's October this year. Hell yeah, Hello. dude. October's finna be lit, dude. I'm interested to see. I'm a little sad they didn't bring my boy Johnny back, but... Me too. But you know what? After looking at that trailer when I was really drunk at Miguel's house, it <laughs> looks pretty fun. <coughs> yeah, hopefully they get it's... some guys good enough. As long as the spirit of it is there, I'll be happy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. as long as the spirit is there. I don't oh, care yeah. too much. I'm not too bothered about the voice actors or about the style or the stories they tell as long as the spirit of Trigun is there. Yeah, then Bleach comes out October 2. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. 
thousand yeah. was it a thousand year blood war? Hmm. I thought Dragon Ball Super had ended like years ago, so I was finally gonna watch it. It's still mm-hmm. fucking going. Are you kidding me? Is it? I thought it was done. It's still fucking going. They're still making more. I know they released they're making a movie that's called like Dragon Ball Super Super Superhero Hero or whatever. Yeah. With uh the new Piccolo form where he's orange. Yeah, I don't Yeah. Man, they just need to stop, man. Man, we tried to watch it. We tried. We tried so hard to watch Dragon Ball Z again. We threw on a random episode of Kai. We threw on an episode of DBZ. We threw on an episode of Super. And we were super disappointed by the entire affair. Everything felt really lame. Every episode we saw, every fight scene we watched, it was just really cringy. I was like, man, this is disappointing. Like, I thought this was so cool growing up. And I'm looking at it now and I'm like, it's actually pretty fucking lame. I should rewatch Yu-Gi-Oh and see if all the girls I oh, thought were fuck. hot were still hot. Oh god. Like, was no, it don't was do it that. May was it May Valentine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I forgot <laughs> who else. I think I think there was another girl who was supposed to be hot too. Oh, but... shit. You know what? May Valentine could still get it, dude. She got that little she pink can. corset, the purple mini skirt. Like she, Didn't she have get a beauty mark. Day. I think that's what got me was the beauty mark. I think I was like, hmm. I feel like that's true. I feel like that's true. I don't see it in these images, but I, I felt like that was right. Let me see. The magician girl could get it. Ooh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bro, I remember too seeing Yu-Gi-Oh! I remember fully convinced that Celtic Guardian was just Link, bro, as a Yu-Gi-Oh! card. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. That's true. I thought the same. I, I don't know, man. We watched like Top 10 best Dragon Ball moments. It was not good. We watched best Dragon Ball Super moments. They were not good. Maybe it's like, oh, it's like uh, Goku and Frieza, who's dead, but now he's on our side. It's like Goku and Frieza and Android 17 are in like tag team fighting against others for this like universal competition where if you lose, your universe is destroyed or whatever. Which is fine. That's cool. It's a cool concept. But mm-hmm. the dialogue is so shitty and cringy. And it's like, dude, Akira Toriyama Productions, you've had like 35 fucking years to nail this. What the fuck is wrong with you? 35 years of writing the exact same fucking dialogue every fucking manga. Like, are you serious? It just wasn't good. And I, I felt so bad because, God, that was my Jam. Yeah, dude. You hate to see it, dude. You guys should watch Yu Yu Hakusho then. See how that makes you guys feel. See how it holds up, yeah. Well, because Kenny's watching it, he's like, you know what? This sounds. This sounds like. This looks like something I would totally watch back in the day. I don't remember. I don't know why I never watched it. But I mean, the dub I was. I thought, I thought the dub was fantastic. I mean, I I can watch oh, that was. and never get tired of it. To yeah. be honest with you. Even if it was cringy, I'd be like, this anime is lit. <laughs> it was a good anime. It really was. Ah, oh, fuck. And then, what is this? Has, did you watch the Legend of Dragon Ball tale? The film? <coughs> the one that like Joe 11 shared? Minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty good. I liked that one. That's what actually got us into looking at these. Like oh, when yeah, they were fighting like, the uh, big like, purple <laughs> guy, Jiren. 
Uh-huh. Whereas Goku and Frieza versus Jiren, and I'm like, this is supposed to be really cool. It's got six million views, and I'm like, this is trash. Yeah, I think it's just because he sticks with that old style. Well, it's still the same art style. I feel like he just draw like he just drew like thicker lines. You it's know, it's not I mean? even. It's not even the style to me. Like the style's okay. It's just the dialogue is so cringy. Mm. The music's great. The art looks, you know, it looks okay. It's pretty clean now. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. It is pretty much the same style with thicker lines, though. You're not wrong about that. How's the animation for? Like, I haven't seen any. Really of good. Super. Okay. The animation's fantastic. Like, I don't know if it's actually in 60 frames, but like people have sped up all the fight scenes to 60 frames, and they look fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally just the dialogue. The 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 actual show is okay, but the dialogue is so garbage in Dragon Ball that it, mm. it just ruins it, it, makes it cringy, and it's like, man, this could have been really dope. Like One Punch Man. I'm not gonna say too much, One but the latest, punch. the last chapter of the manga that came out, or at least the last one that mattered a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. has been animated fully by people and it's uh-huh. insane and it looks fucking brilliant and the dialogue is really good and it was Ooh. like this is what dragon ball z should be yeah. you know what i mean like they explain saitama and his power and how it actually works finally it constantly rises to match his opponent and then dwarf them entirely whoa and so he's only as strong as he needs to be Plus Until some. he meets a good foe, and then he rises way above that, and then it goes back to, like, whatever, until he meets another person. Huh. Like, he literally gets the ability to time travel. Damn. Like, it's... it, it He becomes a god in, in, like, that manga, and then he loses it all because he goes back in time and stuff to save everybody, but it was really fucking good. And Dang, I'm like, is that this how it is... ends? That's crazy. It's not over, though. Like, it's still going. Oh. Oh. It's just that's how that arc ended. Well, then I got a question. Then how come he couldn't kill that one mosquito on his balcony? <laughs> the mosquito that, was too powerful. Because that mosquito <laughs> was a god, bro. Yeah, it's too. <laughs> and I, I want to, I want to find that video again. It's just funny too because it reminds me. Saitama he- versus God Garo. That was because uh, I remember that part where that. Was it like a wasp lady or whatever? And he just like smacks her in like on this building and she like splats. Like mid dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Cracking There's this out. one where like they literally are in space and he punches a hole through like Jupiter or something or one of Jupiter's moons. Well, of and course then Garo, Garo is like, we have to find a way back. And he's like, we can worry about that after I kill you with one hand. Is that the robot? No, Garo, Garo is the the guy who Genos is the robot. Garo is the guy who wants to be a monster. Okay. The one who's like, I will become a monster. Then he like kills all the monsters, and he's trying to kill all the heroes. Oh shit! But Saitama kind of realizes that he doesn't want to be a monster. He wants to be a hero. Hmm. He's just lonely. You know, it'd be like that, dude. It'd be like that sometimes. I'm trying to find the video so I can like link it to you so you can watch it. It was insane. And it's just a fan thing. 
that's the weirdest part about it. Dude, sometimes, dude, fan-made stuffs are, are great. Because I remember... Well, because, you know, on Zelda, people are remaking stuff in Real Engine 5, and that stuff looks fantastic, dude. It's true. Like, they're, it's true. they're remaking, like, portions of, like, Ocarina of Time and, like, Unreal, Unreal Engine 5, and it just looks fantastic. Man, is this does this end it? I don't think it does. This one was really good though. Uh, I'll send you the one where they took the panels from the manga and kind of animated them. It's pretty good. Okay, bet. And I'll send you the other one as well. That's like fully animated. Oh, is this talking about fan-made stuff, too? What was it? I was watching, while well, I was in my rabbit hole on YouTube, on how the torture dance became animated. Oh, my God. Because I didn't realize in the manga, he only had three panels to work with for that whole yep. scene. Yep. And I was like, what? I'm like, my man's put out, choreographed his whole dance in this animation, like, for this one minute in 10-second animation. And at the song, it's like a mashup, sped-up version of like one of Prince's songs. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, dude. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of sick. <laughs> that's fucking cool. That's amazing. Oh, my God. What a cool fact. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, so Garo, like, in that manga, like, he, like, kills Genos <laughs> to piss off Saitama. <coughs> and Saitama arrives just too late. And it like tries to pull on your heartstrings and it like shows where he's like talking to Genos a long time ago and he's like, No, I'm a bad hero, remember? Because I'm always just too late. And he was too late to save his best friend. Damn. And then he starts going like full force against Garo, and it was like such a cool fight. Like he finally got to let loose. And then of course, it was also unsatisfying in the end for him because he dwarfs his opponents. That's crazy. But it was one of the coolest things in manga I've ever read. Like, genuinely, it was fantastic. And I'm just like, Dragon Ball could benefit from shit like that. Come on. <sighs> like, the whole Trunk Saga could have been written insanely well with the dialogue. There were some really good moments. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was garbage. Mm-hmm. I just wish the dialogue was better more meaningful not just we're gonna fill space because we're outpacing the source material that's the i think that's really it is that with manga especially and especially when it's coming out at the same time as the anime like the trunk saga probably <laughs> caught up to the manga and and probably all of them really uh that's why they have filler episodes um outpace it and so they have to tell their own stories. But then if you only have like two panels of dialogue that are really small and then you have to somehow turn that chapter into a 20 minute animation, you're going to uh -huh. have to fill it with nonsense. Yeah, that's the problem with Bleach. It's just terrible. That's like the problem with 90% of One Piece. The last arc, the Wano Island arc, has been phenomenal. And it's it's finally over, and they're apparently in the final arc of One Piece. Oh shit! Yeah, 
Apparently, it's finally happening. He said that you can. Oda said that you could apparently start watching or reading now in the newest chapters and still have a very firm understanding. Like, you don't have to go back and read 25 years worth of manga. God, has it been 25 years? That's not all of manga yet. Since he started. Damn. Yeah. That guy's been committed, dude, because I'm pretty sure that's the only thing he's probably ever worked on. I'm, I'm sure. But it's finally almost done, and the stories are just getting better and better as it goes, and it's like, holy shit. Nice. Like, do you remember Buggy? The really lame uh, clown pirate who can, like, separate his body into pieces? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The comic relief character? He yeah. is now one of the emperors of the sea, and he, he runs a crime syndicate called Cross Guild where they're putting bounties out on the Marines. What? And he's, like, now one of the most scary characters because he doesn't just, like... If he can chop anything up into tiny pieces, right? Uh-huh. He could technically split an atom and cause a nuclear explosion. Oh, shit. So, like... Like I said, One Piece is starting to get a little scary. <laughs> like, yeah. they're taking their joke characters and showing you just how fucking frightening they could be. And it's like, oh my god. As long as Caesar the Clown is still there, though. I thought that. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. I remember when you told me that I was dying. Can you <laughs> imagine just getting beat up? Can you just imagine getting beat up by some guy and he the way he allows you is like you're like, what the hell? Even worse, his power is like poison gas. <laughs> Damn. He just like gases your ass and it's just like It's the last sound you hear as your vision goes black. Damn. Your whole body atrophies and you just fucking die. Man, well, fucking shit! I have to go. Like, I actually have to go. I'm late now for my other thing. Um, oh shit! <laughs> thank you for hanging out with me, Marco. This is great. I dude, totally anytime, bro. did not realize this was gonna go for two hours, but I'm also happy that we did. It was yeah, great. Dude. Hell yeah! Lots of great conversations. What do you think the title should be? I don't know. Let me see. Two hours. Let me see. Two hours of your time not wasted. Two hours of your time not wasted. It is. Listen, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> just call it just shy of two hours of your time not wasted. <laughs> just, just shy of two hours, but your time is not wasted. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we got to wrap up quick. I love you, everybody. Stay safe. Stay sing. beautiful. Stay horny. Uh, hey. Don't <laughs> let your dreams be memes. And if you have a waifu, don't. Uh, if someone makes fun of you for you enjoying nerdy things, cast fuck you upon them. Ass fuck you upon them and then eat their ass. Love you guys later. All right.